don't give a fuck about anybody's fucking religion. We don't care about what their ethnicity is. We don't care. We let everybody do what they want. It's like the great Chinggis Khan once said. Practice your own religion, but pay tax to me. <laughs> it's like a monkey trying to fuck a football now, really. This whole thing, it's just a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's Steven Seagal's view on religion. Don't quite know what he means. Um, it's like a monkey trying to fuck a football. Um, but I respect it. And the relevancy is that it's Monday night. It's 18 minutes to 11 o'clock at night. It's time to do the podcast. And here we are again. Um, Saturday night, I did record some of this podcast, but I... um, I kind of, I started talking about um, kind of cutting the penises off rapists and paedophiles. Um, and <clears throat> I stand by those um, points. But I kind of got a little sidetracked from what my actual point was, which I've sort of semi-forgotten, but it wasn't really about the um, the kind of the brutal... Uh, recriminations that I I would kind of uh, you know impose upon um, rapists and paedophiles. I mean, we might go into it. Uh, depends how we're feeling. I feel a little bit more mellow though. I will say, on this Monday evening, Saturday, you know how it is. It's it's a bit leery. Everyone's ready to go out and have fun, and you know. I didn't go out and have fun, of course not. Um, I <clears throat> I stayed inside. I was making a sausage sandwich for myself. I actually, I did burn myself badly while I was recording the podcast because, of course, I had the, you know, I had my my microphone. I don't know why I'm calling it my microphone. I mean, the my phone. I had my phone in one hand and I was trying to make this sandwich in another. I was frying some. Well, I was kind of cooking the sausage first. And then I was frying some onions as well. So I had, a, I had a nice and hot pan. And I decided I'm going to touch the middle of the pan um, <clears throat> while it was on the heat. Um, so I kind of let off a bit of a... I think I let off a bit of a squeal halfway through the podcast. Or sort of that, that part of the podcast. But I, I just don't think it's going to... I didn't know how I felt about it going to air. So, uh, yeah... But basically, the long and short of it was that I was listening to another podcast on uh, on the weekend, on that Saturday, and I thought, well, they started talking about something that I thought was interesting, so I'm going to steal it and talk about it on mine, um, probably to a worse, you know, um, degree of... Uh, complexity and uh you know even even comedy i i don't think we've kind of gone through this before i'm not sure if this podcast is really a comedy or it's kind of dark comedy i guess in a way in the sense that it's it is the you know it is kind of just the the documented decline um of my mental health over 
you know, potentially charted over years. And, uh, you know, as I reach kind of 30 and, you know, presumably the point at which I, I, I decide enough's enough. Um, and I suppose in that sense, I'm going to make, you know, numerous gaffes over that, over that period of time. And it's, uh, I suppose it's, that's what's worth tuning in for. Um, but yeah, the, the, you know, basically the question was, uh, that was put to this other podcast that I thought was interesting was, what do you think happens if, uh, one religion is ultimately proven to be correct? And, um, like, I don't, uh. It's just kind of coincidental that the Stephen Zagall quote that I had on at the start has any sort of mention of religion. I mean, he says Chinggis Khan in it, which is kind of really, really on the line, isn't it? Does he know? I don't know. I really don't know if, if, if Stephen Zagall knows what he's doing at all at this stage, but... He is continuing to produce and turn out films, you know, in which he is kind of a retired special agent or something of that effect, to that effect. Um, And yeah, he's dishing out words of wisdom now. And um, there's a whole YouTube channel dedicated to it. And I think it's got to about part 50 something at this stage. And I like to watch them and just listen to them and see if you can actually decipher what the hell he's saying. Um, But yeah, what would happen if one religion was proven correctly? Well, here's my view on it. I think we're too far gone. Now, when I say that, I mean... Say if it's uh, Allah. Um, I've tried to say that properly there, and I don't know why, because I don't think I have the timbre. I don't think it's meant for, you know, it's not a name that particularly rolls off the tongue of a, of a, of a, of a young gentleman from a fishing village <clears throat> in the middle of the Irish Sea, so I do apologise for that, but yeah. Um I do like the way the Arabic kind of, uh, what would be the word, sort of the, 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 I don't know. It's kind of buttery in my view. Um, anyway, if, if Allah is real, then, um, and he sends a message to everyone or she or it, I'm not quite sure whether whether God in any, is God, are any of the gods actually gendered? I don't know. Except for the Greek ones, they are, aren't they? And maybe the Roman ones, I can't even remember if, I don't even know the Roman ones. Might be being really silly here, but I don't think I remember them. Were they like Greek ones where there's lots of them? Anyway, imagine if it was Venus. Imagine if Venus was the actual God. Like, that would kind of rock, wouldn't it? I wonder, like, who is closest to Venus in real life. 
I would guess that it's um I know Diarmas. Oh my god. <laughs> she is um a very polite lady and um talented actress. Actor. And uh yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anzilamus is the true god, and she tells everyone. She says, look, I'm, I'm the real god. I have been for a long time. I decided I was going to do an acting kind of career for about five years because I just thought I wanted to appear alongside Ryan Gosling in the, in, the, in the frankly wonderful reboot of Blade Runner. I thought I'd do a really fun murder mystery with Daniel Craig, uh, turn up for a James Bond because, of course, um, do some bits and pieces as well here and there. And then I just figured I'll, I'll actually do my part as God now. So yeah, it's me, Anna Delamas. I am God. Cool. Firstly, for me, I'm signed up immediately. Doesn't matter what, I'm signed up. You know, if it's a weird cult where we're eating the hearts of babies, I'm sorry, babies. I'm going to eat your heart. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, genuinely though, my thing, my thing with it is like, I think the question is posed in such a way where it's like someone thinks they're being kind of clever, where they're like, well, what happens when one of them is correct? Firstly, none of them are correct, I don't think. I'm agnostic rather than an atheist, because I think there's an arrogance to being an atheist, because you're like, well, I'm right, because my brain just knows that I'm right. I don't think I'm right. I don't think anything. If anything, I think I'm stupid. I think I'm too stupid to even comprehend really God or anything like that or religion or anything beyond what I know and what I can touch and what I can see and feel. Um, you know, I'm really basic in that sense. Um, I, I, I tend to get lost in existentialism in a bad way. Um, like... I don't find any joy in the idea of, like, the ethereal or heaven or anything like that, because I don't think I'm going to heaven, um, if there is one. <clears throat> but I do think, as and when Anna de Armas reveals herself to be the true and one God, um, that it's kind of going to be tricky, isn't it, for, you know, the fellows at ISIS to kind of say... Okay, okay, we give up on uh, everything that we've done, <laughs> and we're gonna just, you know, crack on with, um, crack on with some anadarmism, anadarmism. Um, likewise, do you think the Pope's given up his power? Do you think the cardinals are ripping off their robes and, you know, saying, "Fair enough, we we give up." I don't think so. I think um, I think Gracie wants to take the seat that I have, and I'm gonna I'm gonna you know I'm gonna give way to the right honourable gentleman. Come on. Either that, or she wants me to feed her. I think that's a perfectly no reasonable thing to <laughs> perfectly reasonable veto. No, she just wants to sit on my lap. Um, Either that or she doesn't want me to feed her. Anyway, sorry. Um, yeah, I don't think the Cardinals are going to rip off their, 
their, their silly little hats. I'm sorry if there are any cardinals listening. Can't imagine there are, but if there are, I'm sorry. I think your hats are silly. Oh, God. The cat's going to fight me. I don't know what the cat wants. Um, I was flowing there. She's going to scratch something. And it, and it rhymes with G. <laughs> okay, come on. Um, so, yeah. I just, I just think we're too far gone. And I don't... I also don't think that the importance of religion is about being correct. Because, like, they didn't need to be proven correct to get this far. Do you know what I mean? Like, no one is... I don't think it, I don't think any religion is really working on the basis that they know it's real. Like, they're just working on the basis that it's nice, that they, they feel like it's real, like it makes them feel good about themselves. And I don't really think that's a necessarily wrong thing to do. Um, and I think the question, actually, yeah, defeats the purpose of point of religion. I think religion is supposed to just almost be like, <clears throat> you know, the texts, texts, they're supposed to kind of just be a bit of a guide for life, really, are they not? Um, and some people took them too seriously, decided we're going to throw people off buildings, cut their heads off, um, burn witches at the stake. Because firstly, hey, witches aren't real. Secondly, if they were real, I would like witches. I would like to date a witch, ideally. Um, so if there are any witches out there, ready and willing, give me a shout. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm open to new ideas. Um, yeah, so we took it all too far. And I, well, one thing I did think was weird is why is there no religion out there that, you know, truly, truly punishes the deservingly punishable? <laughs> like, <clears throat> so, I, you know, I did mention before that I was talking about cutting the penises off rapists. Why don't we do it? You know? I don't know if there's actually anything wrong with it, personally. Like, is anyone going to, like, is there going to be a big Twitter thing where people are like, save the penises? No, ain't happening. And, you know, it is 2021, and we got to think about quality. I'm saying, if there are any vaginal rapists, not sure, what the, you know, what the situation is there, but there might be, if there are any. I'm going to polyfiller you down there because I don't know what the situation is with cutting it off. So I'm going to use polyfiller. Very simple. For rapists only, of course. And then the paedophiles, you get thrown off buildings, I think. Um, and I think that's a perfectly fair kind of position to have in the Anadarmus religion. Um, of course, these are not the... Uh, you know, views and opinions of Anna de Armas. She has not authorised um, my use of her name, image, or um, 
all kind of, uh, you know, authority as a deity. She's none of this has been um, agreed, okayed, signed off by her camp. So please, uh, you know, direct any and all criticism and or complaints slash adulation to me. Um, yeah. Um, and, <clears throat> yeah, I just suspect what would happen is if, if Anadarmus did say, yep, I am God and I'm going to prove it to everyone by speaking to everyone right now in everyone's native tongue at this very second, and you can all hear it in your head, and it's irrefutable. Um, I would, yeah, I would just think that, you know, <laughs> the, the, the cardinals would probably just be like, well, actually, we still think God's real. Is that because you you know you retain some sort of you know uh, sort of significance in life and and your your whole lives that you've spent dedicated you know to a god that doesn't exist and has now been proven as not existing you know does it kind of make make your life not a complete waste of time to say that fine fine understandable I suppose. Um, and I think that's basically what would happen with everyone who has a religion and every, you know, everyone that has spent a lot of time on it. Um, and there'd probably just be a big religion war, like a crusade, I guess, but it would just be believers versus non-believers. So to be honest, it could kind of be pretty cool because you'd maybe have the Christians and the Muslims and a few others fighting versus, you know, basically the... Gen Z, um, I would have thought, and me, of course, I'd be like an Archbishop of Anadarmus. <clears throat> I'd probably die in battle, I think, um, and I'd like to think that she would, she would, she would issue an, a eulogy for me. Um, I wouldn't die bravely. I think I would die as a coward, but because of my position within the Church of Anadarmus, she would have to kind of cover it up and, and make up a story about the way that I died. Um, and ultimately, uh, that would be the way I'd like to go. <clears throat> you know, I'd like to go being a coward curled up in a ball, you know, presumably set on fire for heresy by the, uh, by the Catholics. And, yeah, I, you know, I like and respect the Catholics. <clears throat> They are hardcore, and I think if I'm going to go down in an old-fashioned way, I'll go down in a ball of flames. Um, well, what the hell am I talking about? Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's what I think would happen if one religion was proven. I would be burned at the stake. Um, so last week... On Thursday, I went to watch the new James Bond film. Uh, it rocked. I really liked it. We're going to do... <clears throat> I'll give you like a quick quick review of it. I'm trying to think, well, like, it, did anything funny happen? Um, oh, yeah. Like, Rami Malek, he's, uh, he's in it, and he has like a... I'm just going to see if I can find his voice. Uh, he says, let's just see. 
what does he want? Okay. I just wanted to hear him talk. Let me do an impression of him. He'll say something like, no. <laughs> no, no. It's weird how you ca I can't do impressions when, like, I have to do them off the cuff and not thinking about them, but it'd be like some, it'd be something like, James. <laughs> no, that's not it. James. Yes. As his This is the garden of poison. It's weird. Um, he's kind of got a beautiful voice in a way. It's kind of sexy. Um, but yeah, he's the bad guy in it. He's real good. He's pretty, pretty, um, what's the word? Like deplorable. Quite cartoony. He's a bit like a uh, Thunderbirds villain or a Captain Scarlet villain. He has a secret island <clears throat> and a, like a poisonous garden. Um, and he wears like a robe. He's kind of got this weird, I don't even, it's weird how you don't know where they're from ever. Like, Javier Bardem's character was called something silver. And, like, he was, you know, he has a Spanishy accent, Latin American accent, but, like, blonde, kind of bleached hair. And, but then he was working for MI5 or MI6 or, yeah, well, MI6, I guess. And it's kind of like, well, I don't really know. And I know it's, like, international and whatever. Anyone can work anywhere. But still, I don't know. It not make any sense. And... This guy, Safin, he seems to be from, like, <sighs> I was going to say the Himalayas. He's not from the Himalayas, I don't think. But, like, he's from, like, Europe or kind of, I want to say, like, a sort of native Icelandic thing. But I don't know. He's kind of any anything. He's got, like, a weird fucked up burnt face. Excuse my language. Um... And he's like, but he's a good character. He's like, it's quite cartoony. In fact, the whole thing is has a bit of a cartooniness to it, in a way that's uh, quite refreshing. Um, I think like Daniel Craig seems to just be sort of having fun on his last hurrah, and I think that's cool. Like, I think he's at least deserving of that. Um, and yeah. He has like a couple of proper humdinging James Bond eye rolly quips, but I'm all right with that. As I say, it's a bit of a it's a leaving party in a way, and I think he's allowed. He was allowed one or two of them, especially towards the end. Um, but yeah. So. Oh, and Anadarmus is in it for like 15 minutes and she is God. Good Lord. Um, so I, I did put a tweet out, I think, possibly on Thursday night or Friday morning. I asked anyone if they have her number. Uh, again, I'd like to extend that to the, you know, the podcast uh, audience. If you do have her number... Feel free to pass it on. I'll give her a quick shout. 
um, see if I can get her on, but uh, I guess alternatively I'll see if I can inquire about becoming an archbishop in, in, in the religion dedicated to her. Um, uh, in perhaps the strangest thing that I've said today. Um, yeah, so it's fun. James Bond is fun. Who knew? Uh, like, yeah. And you know what? Towards the end, I didn't cry, but I could have cried. I sat there in the cinema and I was like, yeah, there's a moment here right now where I could cry. But I just was like, nah, not, now's not the time. I was with friends, you see. So I just sort of, I thought to myself, I don't need to cry right now in front of my friends. So I'm going to just be, uh, you know, cool about it. <laughs> and I was. Um, yeah, what else happens? Um, well, Q is gay in it, and that's fine. Um, I did quite like that he was making kind of a sort of soft and delicate dinner that was like a, um, you know, like, yeah, like sort of Asian food, like a tofu-y type sushi night. And he was just trying to have one night with his boyfriend and it was like, um, and then James Bond turns up and he, doesn't care. <laughs> he just doesn't care. He's like, we need to, we need to, bloody, I need you to run through this, through this disc. I need you to find the, find the names on this CD. And it's like, hey, it's 2021. Q doesn't even know what the fuck a CD is. Um, but because it's James Bond, it's absolutely fine. Also, I think the CD was like, broken up into millions of pieces. I might also be a fool here and talking about a CD when it actually was something else. But it was like, I don't know, it was a computer thing. And, yeah. Uh, Naomi Watts in it, by the way. Miss Moneypenny. Good God. If Anadarmus isn't God, I suspect Naomi... Did I call her Naomi Watts? <laughs> Naomi Harris, is it? Let me... Find out, please. Naomi Harris, yes. She is 45 years old, and good lord. Um, I'd give her everything, but I'm pretty sure she's married, because she should be. Um, let's just Google, yeah. She's with a guy called Peter Legler. Fair play, Peter. You got the upper hand today. But we, you know, things like, what am I doing? Um, it is always embarrassing when, like, um, you know, you're watching a film and <laughs> an actress comes on and I obviously have to immediately go to IMDb, go to the credits, check her name, Obviously find her on Instagram, even if she's not that famous, you know, the worst case scenario is I've gone on like someone's Instagram, they've got 2000 followers or so, follow them anyway. Don't think I DM'd them fire emojis, but really, we can't put it past me. Um, 
<laughs> but the thing is, at this stage, if you're listening to the podcast, you you know me quite well. Um, and I think you know me well enough to know that it's not sinister. I'm just a freak. I'm just a naive, well-meaning freak um, who doesn't know how to, you know, interact with people in, in modern and broader society. I, I, I am best, my, my best mode of communication is either writing it down on paper, like a, like a scribe from medieval times, or speaking to myself on a podcast. Because outside of that, I don't really want to talk. Or if I am talking, it's kind of like, it's like me doing a stand-up set in life. Not very good, by the way, but just trying to, just quipping, just throwing quips out there, just trying to work with the crowd, seeing what I've got, and then, you know, just not really being real. And then occasionally the door opens and then, uh, I don't stop talking. But yeah, um, yeah, Miss Moneypenny, good God. Um... But yeah, No Time to Die, good film. What would I give it out of 10? I'm going to say... It's like a 7.1. I think it's a decent 7.12564. I've seen maybe better, but I've seen worse. And also, um, what was cool is... um, what was cool was the very start of it, the opening sequence of No Time to Die. It's really, really good. Really good. Um, so it might even be better than a 7.1, actually. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, it's kind of like, you know, I watched, like, the Frank Grillo stuff recently. Like, what was it? Something, some film. Um, the guy with thing with Gerald Butler I watched that and that was good but there's nothing quite like a James Bond film I know it's like it's for guys isn't it really and I'm sorry for the ladies the ladies out there listening um the witches who listen to the podcast uh I like witches I remember that there's nothing wrong with being a witch um uh, what was I saying? Yeah, James Bond is kind of for the guys, I guess. I don't really know. Like, I've not really. I don't know if I've ever. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever spoken to him and said, "What do you think about James Bond? It rocks, doesn't it?" Um, I mean, it's pretty rare that I ever talk to a girl. Surprise, surprise. Um, but yeah, I would be interested to know, you know, whether the appeal does go that far with, with, with the fairer sex because. Um, because, like, it is, you know, the best part about the James Bond, about going to see James Bond in the cinema, is at the end of it, all of the, you know, the fat middle-aged guys, the Jeremy Clarksons in the crowd, they sort of, you know, they they stand up and they've got a bit of a, they've got a bit of a kind of a cocked eyebrow, like the rock, and they they sort of, they 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 straighten their back a little bit, their shoulders go back, and they kind of 
you know, they adjust the cufflinks of their shirt or they give their, their jacket a little, uh, you know, a little tug at the, uh, at the collar, pop it a little bit. And then they kind of, you know, they saunter out and they think, I'm, I'm like James Bond. I'm, I'm cool like James Bond. And it's just, it's a joy to watch, you know, to see just the level, the smarminess just emit across the room. And don't get me wrong, right? I've had, I, I've been, I've been dishing out my fair share. Um, you know, I, I went for a run and I listened to the, <laughs> I listened to the soundtrack when I went for this run. And I, you know, I, by the end, I was like, I, I, yeah, I thought I was in MI6. I thought I was training. Um, you know, the only thing that made it kind of not realistic was the fact that I was blowing up my asshole. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, thanks ever so much for listening to the podcast. Um, we've we've gone through a lot today. We've been speaking about religion, James Bond, uh, and Steven Seagal. Three hot topics. Um... But yeah, I wish you a lovely week ahead. And, um, oops, that was the cat. You may or may not have heard that. I just said hi to her. She she was asleep and I woke her up. Um, but yeah, have a lovely week ahead. And remember to be kind to yourself. Be kind to other people. This is a joke, isn't it? You know, like, this is a laugh. So don't take life too seriously. Don't worry about Instagram or social media. None of it matters. Just worry about what's in front of you, what's in your hands, and everything will be okay. Uh, I will see you next week.